Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Father's Day is just around the corner. And for many, this is an exciting time, a time of celebration. But for others, it can be a difficult time. Maybe they lack a fatherly figure in their life or maybe their father has passed away. Well, today's guest knows all too well what that can feel like. We're joined by Rob Kenny. His father left his family and his seven siblings when he was just 14 years old and the youngest had to fend for themselves. Now as an adult and as a father himself, he decided to start up a YouTube channel to help other kids out there or other adults that maybe never got the lessons that they should have from their father, such as changing a tire or tying a tie. And that YouTube channel has gone viral. He's now put a book together called Dad, How Do I? And today he's going to share with us the inspiration behind his YouTube channel, the inspiration behind his book and how faith has led him through all of this. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by Rob Kenny. He's the host of the popular YouTube channel, Dad, How Do I? That channel went viral unexpectedly and now has nearly two and a half million subscribers. He's also recently released a book by that title, Dad, How Do I? Practical Dad Advice for Everyday Tasks and Successful Living. So uh, Rob, over the course of the last year uh, or so with your internet channel, uh, YouTube channel, Dad, How Do I? You've become world famous known as the internet's dad you post all these helpful how-to videos why did you start doing this where'd the inspiration for this come from yeah it's interesting too and uh, you know the internet's dad is not something and not a title i'd ever <laughs> claim for myself but people have been calling me that so i have to go with it i guess um you know uh it, it was there's a lot of a lot that went into it so hopefully i can you know, make it short, but I, uh, you know, because of the pandemic, um, they kind of forced my hand. It's something I thought of a few years ago and I, I thought it was going to help 30 or 40 people, um, just, and make it kind of a tight channel where you learn how to do lots of dad stuff, you know? Um, and then I'm thankful that I was able to share my heart as well. Um, because there's more to being a dad, obviously, than just fixing things around the house, more to being a a mom, you know, um, I've, I've been able to share some of the wisdom that, that I've learned along the way as well. And yeah, so my daughter was on me to, to go ahead and do this and the pandemic happened and I had some time on my hands. So, so I went ahead and, and started the channel. Why did you take that angle? Like dad, how do I kind of thing though? What was it about that for you? Yeah. So for, so again, it was a lot of things kind of converging. It was, I call it the perfect storm and maybe that's an overused term, but um, you know, my background, I, I was uh, my dad left when I was 14. Hmm. I'm one of eight kids. And so I went to live with my older brother. My mom wasn't able to take care of us. So I went to live with my older brother who was 23 at the time. And, you know, it seemed, seemed old at the time to me as a 14 year old, but you yeah. know, he was just a kid himself. What was that like growing up then? Um, without your father around? Yeah, it was tough, you know, um, and there was a long, it took me a long time to forgive him, um, you know, uh, and I share that in my my book. Um, it was heart-wrenching for, for me for a long time. I held it against him, uh, you know, and then when I was finally, you know, I'm a, I'm a man of faith, of course, um, uh, and so I was able to uh, forgive him. It took me a long time, though, you know, I'm not going to say it was easy, but when I finally realized it was in my own best interest, to forgive him. And when I saw it that way, cause somebody, you know, said that, uh, you know, I like to keep things as simple as possible. And so for me, when I finally could get my head around it, somebody said, you know, 
by not forgiving your dad, you're drinking poison and hoping somehow it hurts him and it was killing me. And so mm. I was able to to forgive him. And as again, as a Christian, I, I've been forgiven much myself. And so um, how could I hold that against my dad? You mentioned your faith there a little bit. How has your faith, faith helped you get through all of this from your childhood to where you are today? Oh, it's everything. It's everything to me. The, the Lord, you know, I spent, I, I do my best to spend time every morning with him when, you know, uh, it, life gets busy and I, but I try to keep that appointment because it's in my own best interest. Um, yeah. So early on people were saying, you know, cause at, at the end of my, my videos, I say, God bless you. And I had people pushing back saying, Hey, you, you shouldn't say that I'm an atheist. I'm like, you know what, if, if, if that offends you, you know, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I'm not going to stop saying that because this is who I am. And I have to be true to myself at the end of the day, because I got to live with myself. And if I denied the Lord uh, for fame or for anything, it would be foolish, you know, because in the end, you know, I'm left holding the bag and I've sold out and I'm not going to do that. Really interesting. You started out helping just trying to teach people right but yeah then your faith starts creeping in there with something as simple as god bless you have have has anybody like reached out asking questions about faith or is it just a few angry people that you shouldn't say that (laughs) (laughs) yeah no yeah so you know it's interesting i'm sure you guys can relate you get you know you get 99 great comments and one hater and it's like that's the one you know my head goes to there's been a lot of support too you know a lot of people encouraging me um as well and i've had people all across the world you know i've had uh hindu reach out to me and hey can you explain um, Christianity a little bit more to me, um, and a Muslim too. Uh, yeah, so it, it's interesting. You know, I, I, I love the platform that I've been given. I'm so thankful I went viral for something, <laughs> something good, you know, instead of some, you know, cause I'm not perfect, you know, uh, so I, I am, I'm happy that God has given me this platform. And as long as, you know, uh, yeah, he gives it to me, I'm going to do my best to represent him. Well, that's, the uh, you know, that's what I've always said. I, you know, I'm a fallen person, so I'm not perfect, but I'll, I want to do my best to represent him. Well, it went from something as simple as teaching people how to tie a tie to reaching people across the world in many ways. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I, you know, um, early on, um, people were saying they were watching me tie a tie and they were crying. Um, and then, you know, how to shave people put my how to shave video on and just let it run kind of for a dad moment. And honestly, I think it's God, uh, you know, touching people's hearts through it. Uh, you know, I'm just a man and I'm just trying to share <laughs> again in my finite fallen uh, state, uh, a little bit of God's love to the best of my ability. And I think he's touching people's hearts. What's been your favorite part of this journey? Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it was scary. I'll be honest with you. When it first <laughs> happened, I, you know, I'm a bit of an introvert. And so when it happened, <laughs> I've shared this story a lot. I was crying in my bed in a fetal position. Oh, what happened? I, you know, my wow. face is all over the internet. It was terrifying. And I, I was saying, Lord, okay. You know, I was drinking from a, from a fire hose, you know, trying yeah. to t- take in all the blessings. And so now that I've got my head around it, I, it's been fun. You know, it's fun to, just walk around and spread joy you know it's pretty it, it is pretty cool because it, it catches people by, you know by surprise when you're kind to them which is sad you know mm. in our yeah in our society you know there's a lot of hate out there so it's fun to just kind of walk around and here let me <laughs> sprinkle a little joy in your life today <laughs> it's it's pretty pretty fun 
So obviously, um, the two and a half million subscribers was definitely a surprise to you. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had no idea it was going to be what it is today. Um, so yeah, I've tried, again, trying to enjoy it. And, you know, the Lord can give and the Lord can take away. And I've shared, you know, God could use a rock uh, <laughs> to speak for him too, if he wanted to, or a donkey, you know, so yeah. I, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't try to think too highly of myself. I do the best I can. And, you know, relying on him for my strength, because again, there's a lot of heartbreak in the world. And the, the stories that people share with me is heartbreaking. And I'm just a man, you know, I can't, I can't carry that burden around, but the Lord can. Now you've recently put a book together. You've mentioned it a couple of times. So if you've gone from YouTube to a book, tell us a little bit about that. How do I, and why you decided to put this book together? Yeah, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to put the book together. Cause as I shared, you know, there's so much more to being a dad than um, just showing you how to tie a tie or change a tire. Uh, you know, so one of the quotes I have from the book, I have it here. It says, what matters to me is not so much that you learn how to tie a tie. It's that you learn and feel deeply within yourself that somebody cares for you. So I think in the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were isolated and feeling lonely. And, you know, ultimately, the person that cares for them is the Lord. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I again, in my finite state, I'm doing my best to, to share that. But it really is the Lord that everybody needs. Uh, and so in the book, I was able to share a little bit more about my faith. And um, I, I share that. Uh, so I think if you first look at the book and if you don't know me, you might think it's just a whole bunch of how to's. Um, so, but it's not, you know, it's uh, a memoir. It's so the first half of the book is, um, sharing how I, I forgave my dad and how, um, my siblings, my siblings stepped up, you know, when our family fell apart, my older siblings. And so I'm, I'll be 57 actually Sunday. Um, when I turned 50, I went around to each of my siblings and thanked them for one character trait that stood out, stood out in my mind that I grabbed a hold of and, you know, and tried to incorporate in my own life. And so I go down my siblings, like I start with my sister, Mary, and talk about the importance of family. She was always trying to keep us connected. And I was just trying to cope, you know, I'm a 14 year old. That wasn't really important to me. I was just, man, what do I do next? And then my brother, Tim, who's has since passed away. Um, he, uh, his is about um, having a backbone and standing up for yourself. And anyway, so I work right down my, my siblings and how we rallied around each other um, when times were tough. And I think, you know, it's gotten some really good reviews. Uh, thankfully people are um, appreciating it. And then I, I'm able to share my faith in it too, which I'm thankful that it's been received in the spirit in which it was, you know, I'm giving it, I'm not trying to be preachy, but I, Again, I have to be true to myself and who I am. I'm, you know, this is the Lord deserves all the credit. So, but then the back part is 50 how to's. Uh, and then I actually give you eight bonus how to's because, you know, uh, I always want to under promise and over perform. So I promise <laughs> 50, I give you eight bonus ones. And that way, if one of them is, you know, doesn't ring with you, ah, that was a lame one. Okay. Well, you got eight more, you know, here, here you go. <laughs> Uh, and then I have some dad jokes thrown in too. So I think it's, <laughs> uh, it's a pretty well put together book, I, I believe. So like you got to have dad jokes in there. Yeah. But you don't yeah. have in the cover of the book, you're not wearing socks and sandals. So <laughs> uh, you just can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's how do that's true. How do I know? Um, you, you mentioned like the first half of the book being kind of your memoir and talking about how you forgave your dad. 
what are some, how about this practical dad tips for forgiving others then? Cause it is hard to forgive those deep wounds in life. Yeah, I, I agree, you know, uh, and I share that in the book. So you might have to read it, you know, nice. to see if, if, yeah, yeah, there you go. Read the book. And there. Uh, anyway, I, it was a struggle for me. I'm not sitting here pretending it's easy, but when I understood it was in my own best interest too, and then couple that again with, and that's what I told my dad on the boat. Cause my dad became a believer before he passed. Um, when we were on the, I share on the boat, I'd already forgiven him years before, but then we we're on the boat on a boat and he actually asked for forgiveness. It was a little anticlimactic because I'd already forgiven him. Um, yeah. And I shared with him, I said, dad, you know, uh, you, we're both believers. I said, how could I, uh, I said, I forgive you. Uh, how could I hold that against you? Because I've been forgiven much myself. What's it like to be a dad yourself then after going through a childhood like that? Yeah. I, uh, I did the best I could, you know, I didn't have a great example, of course. Um, my brother, Rick, uh, who I went to live with, he was, he's a pretty good, pretty solid Christian and, uh, or he is a solid, I shouldn't say pretty solid. He, he's a solid Christian. <laughs> so he's, uh, uh, what does that mean? Right. So he, he, uh, yeah, he, he was a pretty good example for me. And so I learned a lot from him and, you know, did the best I could to cherish the time that my kids were with me. And um, I included them when we built a fence, when we did things, you know, it would have been easier for me to just do it myself. But I wanted to make sure that I had that connection with my kids all the way up through my wife and I both, you know, I can't, I can't sit here and act like it's all me. You know, it's uh, we, we did it together and it was important to include them. And I, you know, we still talk every day. My daughter already texted me this morning and said, can you talk? And I'm like, ah, I am on a, going on an interview in five minutes. So uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and my son and I, we talk every day. What do they think of your internet fame? <laughs> so my uh, my daughter's been there every step of the way, uh, encouraging me, you know, and wanting me to do it. And so she helps me with my social media and stuff. So that's probably what she's actually texting me about. That's probably something that she <laughs> nice. needs. She needs my input on. Um, and then my son, so I reached out to him because I wanted to make sure he was okay with it. Cause you know, if all the money and all the fame in the world doesn't, you know, it's not worth it to me if I lose my family. Uh, you know, that's been my goal my whole life was to make sure, you know, I raised good adults. And so I reached out to him and said, you know, are you okay with what has happened, Kyle? And he said, uh, dad, you know, if I was nine years old and you were doing this, uh, and, and ignoring me, I'd have a problem with it, but. Um, he said, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man. You've done well, <laughs> you know? Uh, so he's, he's done well for himself. And he said, yeah, it, it's whatever you want to do. If you're enjoying it, then do it. They're fully supportive. How about your siblings in all of this? What do they think? Yeah, it's been interesting, <laughs> you know? So uh, that, you know, again, because of my faith, uh, um, I'm in such a healthy place with the, with everything that happened you know, it's over 40 years ago, it happened in the 70s. And so um, I think it uh, terrified some, <laughs> because it's like, oh, you know, feeling a little bit exposed. And I didn't see that coming, I guess, because I've processed it and forgiven. And I, it's kind of like a, a storm we went through that now I can look back at the storm without getting drawn back into the storm. You know, I don't know how else to say it other than that. But um, where some people are still hurting. And so that breaks my heart that something, you know, it's, was, it's pretty traumatic at the time, of course, you know? Um, and so I guess, 
uh, and some have been, you know, been great supporters. So it's kind of all over the place because, again, there's eight of us. So you're going to get different viewpoints on what they think of it. And, you know, again, I and I, in the book, I, I don't air dirty laundry. And I the big reason I share our past is to give other people hope. I think it would yeah. be different if I was, ah, tell, tell all book, you know, about some horrible things. Instead, I point out these great character traits that I learned. Um, and I'm trying to encourage other people to, you know, not play the victim card because there's a temptation to, if you've been through something to keep playing that victim card and it might be legitimate or it might not, <laughs> but it might be legitimate. And meanwhile, your life's passing by and you're, you keep playing that victim card and it's not healthy. It's not, you know, it's not a full life when you do that. I really like how you look at your siblings and their positive character traits because now my brother's listening, probably he listens often, <laughs> but so often, especially with people that we're closest to, right? We look at their negative traits and hyper-focus on those sometimes, but I love that. How you look at the positive and try and incorporate those into your own life then. Yeah. You know, uh, Again, I, I, and I, I try to live my life that way. You know, it's that whole thing about counting your blessings as instead of dwelling on, you know, the negative stuff. If we sat and dwelled on the negative stuff in people, you know, pretty soon you can't stand them, you know, <laughs> where if you, if you think about, you know, their good quality traits, then, you know, you want to be around them. It's, it's interesting that we almost have that within our own, you know, mindset, our own control to see how we view things and you can pick the good stuff or you can dwell on the bad stuff. If Yeah. And it's true in your own life, not only the characteristics, right? I mean, we're all guilty of it. Ah, oh, this is horrible. This is horrible. And it's like, wait, but the Lord did this and the Lord did that. And you start dwelling on those blessings pretty soon. You're like, ah, okay. It's not so bad. Well, who do you hope will pick up your book? Uh, I, I think, um, I think it should be a good graduation gift actually. Cause it, you know, it yeah. does, um, that, kind of points you in the direction of, you know, living, uh, uh, you know, they titled the, the publisher titled it in successful living, practical dad advice for everyday tasks and successful living. I actually said, can we change that to meaningful living? Cause success is, you know, what is arbitrary, uh, but they stuck with successful living. So I, I think it is a nice one, nice thing to hand off and say, and then, you know, you can see my struggles and how you can kind of get through your struggles. And then it also has a lot of, financial, um, basic finances, you know, how to write a check, how to set up a budget, how to, you know, uh, a lot of stuff that's a little bit more difficult to show on my channel. Um, so I think, you know, I, I think graduates, to be honest with you would be, uh, and I've seen that on Amazon, people have made that comment and it's got, it's got good reviews already, uh, there where people are given that kind of feedback. And I've even had, um, uh, one non-believer say she appreciated the fact that I shared my faith, but it wasn't in a preachy way, you know? Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I, it's hard to talk about your own book and how, we, <laughs> you know, who it's, who it's for. Uh, Cause it was a little scary when it finally went out too. It's like, ah, I hope it's received well. And it's, you know, it's been, cause you're you know, a little bit vulnerable, kind of like my YouTube channel. I'm a little bit vulnerable, uh, you know, uh, so you, you just don't know how people are going to receive it. But I think once word gets out, I think, I don't know if you've guys, you guys got a copy of it because I, I know my publisher has been sending them out to, to different people that have been interviewing. But, um, yeah, I think it's I think it should do well if people get a chance to read it and understand what it's about. 
what I really love is how both the channel and the book, like it's a great example of what's possible when you step out of your obvious comfort zone and, and take a chance to help others. You never know how it might make a difference, whether it's one person or millions. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. I, you know, uh, um, you know, I thought about my own life a couple of years ago. I've been thinking about it for a while. You know, I, a big goal for me after what happened when we were younger was, I wanted to raise great adults. And then, you know, everybody kind of goes through a midlife crisis when your kids are done and, you know, okay, that's over. And now, honestly, I put poured so much effort into that being the goal of my life when I was younger that I was a little bit lost. Um, like, okay, Lord, what, what now, you know, what do I, do I just retire and go on a few trips and then I die? <laughs> you know, not to be morbid, but that's yeah. the reality. That's what, that's what I was facing. And I was struggling with, what would you have me to do now, Lord? You know, I still got some life to live and I've kind of accomplished the goal in my mind was, you know, to make sure our family stayed together and, and yeah, so now what? And so I, and I actually went to Rome, my wife and I went to Rome on a trip and went, when I went there, it really, you know, it's like, and I share that in the book too, is, you know, that was a great civilization at one time, still amazing place, you know, don't get me wrong, Rome is still a great place to visit, but it was so powerful. And, you know, you hear Nero and all these, you know, Caesar and all these people that were so powerful at one time, they're gone. You know, they're, they, that's all over. It's crumbling. It's just statues that are left, you know, and it's like, it, that's what all of our fate is, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what could I do that would be lasting? And so I'm grateful for this opportunity because it does seem like something that I can pass on a legacy to people. For people who want to learn about this book and they want to learn about you, how can they go about doing that? Yeah. So my book is available um, at Target and Amazon and Barnes and Noble and Queen Anne Books actually has signed versions of it. You can go to Dad How Do I Official. Um, that's my my website. My daughter made a pop up when you first go there and you can go to the different links to order it. Um, and then my YouTube channel is at YouTube dot uh, uh, com slash Dad How Do I. For any listeners who may be out there today thinking you know what, I, maybe their father just left or they're in this really dark place and they just can't seem to get out of it. Um, and they went through something similar to you. What would you say to them? Yeah. A big thing that's been on my heart is helping people think long-term, you know, don't get caught up in such short-term thinking. Cause you know, I was 14, then I was 18, then I was 25. Now I'm in my fifties, you know, time go, time tends to move on. And I think the sooner you can uh, have that perspective, have a long-term perspective on, on things, I think that that helps me get through it, you know, and as a, again, as a Christian, I have an eternal perspective on my life, understanding that everything's temporary, you know, um, even the, even the great times are temporary and the low times are temporary too, you know, and ultimately everything's temporary because, uh, you know, the Lord's going to come back one day and wrap this whole thing up. And then also, uh, you know, understand that the story's not over you might see a lot of suffering and you might see things in this life uh but the lord's not done, done yet everything will be made right at the in the end thank you so much for joining us today yeah real pleasure to get to talk with you yeah thank you so much for having me on it's nice speaking with you as well thank you so much for joining us today yeah real pleasure to get to talk with you 
Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's nice speaking with you as well. And thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget, if you want to listen to this full conversation again, or you want to hear some of the bonus material that didn't make it to air, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom, and Colleen Hood. You can find that podcast at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.